Blog Talk Radio. Join us for the Wellness Journey Live with Linus Mullins. Our program will show you the fun and simplicity of wellness for women over 40 and all the people who love them. You can achieve total wellness through holistic practices, nutrition, fitness, and spiritual renewal. Join us weekly as we talk to the experts in the field of total wellness for your mind, body, and spirit. Here's Leonard. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to the Wellness Journey Live. This is Linus from PraiseWorks, and uh, you're on the Wellness Journey. And today we have a special show, and I say it's special because anytime you have an aha moment when you realize that there's something important that you need to, to do, I always think that's kind of uh, key in terms of uh, how we let that inner voice guide us to whatever it is we're supposed to know. Well, when I first came across this guest, and her background, I had that aha moment because I have been increasingly interested in this whole issue of obesity and women and our nation's wellness as a whole. Very concerned about it. I mean, you can't go to many places and not see that people are um, unhealthy. You know, everywhere you go, you, you see people who are overweight. Uh, and, and that's a concern of mine. So I've been looking at all the different things that might feed into why a person uh, might be overweight or unhealthy. And that brings us to what we're going to be talking about today, which is all about uh, your gut health. Um, I have with us today Connie Costello. She is a um, health coach. And one of the her passions, one of the things that she talks about a lot in her coaching practice is the importance of gut health. And I asked you to come on the show today to talk with us a little bit about what gut health is, why it's important, how we can attain it, what happens if we don't. Uh, these things are really key, and I'm so glad that Connie is on the air with us today. Connie, welcome to the Wellness Journey Live. Hi, Linus. It's such a pleasure to be on the show today. Thank you so much for uh, having me. You're quite welcome. I'm glad we were able to figure everything out. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> whenever, whenever that happens, when you know, a little disconnect and, and trying to get things together for a show, I always know that must mean it's going to be a really great show. So I've been looking forward to hearing your voice and having you on the show today. Excellent. Me too. Well, let's get right down to this whole gut uh, health. I have a few questions. Uh, first of all, uh, Connie, explain to us why uh, the condition of our gut is so important. What, what's the big deal around this whole gut health issue? Okay, um, well, when I first started my health coaching practice, um, I was still searching on what I was going to really focus on. And I, you know, looked around and I was always impressed by the amount of, of problems we were getting with the obesity and more children getting more obese. So this was a big preoccupation for mine. Then I had children. And when I had my own, well, that mm -hmm. really changed everything for me. Then I really started paying attention to the food and what uh, we're being offered, what especially our children are being offered all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of sugar going around, tons yes. of it. This causes inflammation and causes such digestive problems that just creates um, the sugar imbalance and it just spirals into obesity and so forth or energy problems. So um, I started focusing on that area. And I started focusing on helping people lose weight, gain energy. 
then as I went deeper into this, I found that the people who needed to lose weight actually had a lot of digestive issues. Mm. So I thought it was a big disservice to be serving these people and not not really digging deep into this matter. So that's what I have dedicated the past few years into digestive health. I have done a lot of research, a lot of training, a lot of webinars and workshops and so forth to really get to the bottom of of the of understanding the gut system. It is such a fascinating system and it's such a big part of us. So what I the basically the way I see it is the gut has basically four very important functions. It digests our food, which breaks it down so that we can, you know, do all the things we need to do with it, which one which brings me to the second point, which is our body absorbs all the vitamins and minerals from the foods in our gut. There's little um, things in our gut that are responsible for all this. And it has to be healthy for it to be able to be absorbing all this goodness. Okay. Then it eliminates all the toxins. If we can't eliminate mm-hmm. toxins, then, as you can imagine, <laughs> we're not going to be feeling too great. It's like, imagine, um, say you have, you're in a room and it's full of things, like you have it cluttered with with stuff, you know, boxes. I, I would assume, you know, for me, that would not be a very comfortable room to be in. I would not feel very good in that room. It's the same thing that happens to yourself when they're full of toxins. They make you feel tired. Mm-hmm. or, you know, bloated and causing all these problems. So elimination of toxins is very important, and one of the main areas that are that is responsible for that is, of course, the liver and through the whole gut system. And the, the fourth one, which many people are kind of shocked to find out, is that our immune system, about se- more than 70% of it is in our gut. So if we want to stay healthy, we got to keep it healthy. It's very important. Yeah, that's fascinating. I didn't know that either. I I just was preparing for this. She did some meeting this week about uh, gut health and how it relates to obesity. And you would think, well, of course, most people who are overweight, they have a big gut. But it goes a little bit further than that. Explain to us, you know, why gut health is important when it comes to fighting obesity and losing weight. Well, um, the main thing that happens when your body has excess fat is mm-hmm. that it becomes inflamed. And inflammation is really the root cause of most chronic disorders. We have to really deal with the inflammation. And once you deal with the inflammation, then your body is able to release that excess weight. So the best way to, to go about it is to concentrate on the gut because it really health starts in the gut. So once you start concentrating on that area, you can make many changes that are just going to not just mean weight loss and energy, but many other wonderful things happen. You start um, feeling better in the sense mm-hmm. that your digestion is better, and you start your you start since your body's able now to absorb all the vitamins and minerals. Of course, your nails and your your hair gets strong and your skin starts looking beautiful. 
aches and pains sometimes diminish because of the reduction of inflammation. Um, many wonderful things. I have even clients who have told me their varicose veins looks, look better once they get rid of inflammation. So it's, it's amazing. It's a huge That's interesting too because um, a lot of people do not understand what inflammation is and how it relates to their overall health. But uh, they always think of inflammation in terms of arthritis, but it really is uh, a sign of the immune system that's getting ready to break down when you're suffering from all that inflammation. What kinds of things can we do, Connie, to make sure uh, that our guts are healthy? And how do we know when we have an unhealthy gut? Okay. The first of all, I mean, uh, let's go to the first question. What can we do? Um, the main things we can do is um, eat a, a less acidic food or diet. So basically less acidic foods. The acidic foods are um, animal proteins, of which dairy is a big one. And of course, sugar is huge. And I'm not saying if you like your animal protein, I'm not saying don't eat it. I'm just mm -hmm. saying eat less of it. There are many other protein sources that you can include in your in your mix that make it possible for you to eat less of that. Dairy, dairy is definitely one of the big um, acidic foods and cause inflammation, so that one should be limited. And and honestly, we for there's a reason why we are the only mammals who still drink milk past infancy, mm. and that's because we we can. <laughs> no other animal can because once the mother's milk is gone, that's it for milk. There's no more mm. milk available in the whole entire world for them, you know, but we can. And that's why we drink it. And it's not right. The reason is mm. this milk is amazing. It's an amazing food. It has so much protein, so much goodness, but it's for the growth of a little body. When you really have to grow, those nutrients and everything are really important. But not when you're past that stage. Mm. Then it actually causes the opposite effect. It's not helpful. It's harmful. Mm. So milk is not a good idea. Um, and there's many more reasons, but that's a whole other, you know, mm -hmm, episode. Mm -hmm. The dairy episode. And <laughs> another thing is <laughs> the reduction of toxins. That's a big mm. way that we can help our liver. Um, because our liver is um, dealing with the toxins all the time. That's where they go, what, where everything goes to get cleaned up. So many people wake up at 3 in the morning, and mm -hmm. usually it's the liver that it's overworked. And mm. the reason for that is because the liver works the, the most during midnight and 3 in the morning. That's when it's doing right. all, most of the job. So if you're waking up at around that time, it's, you know, your liver is probably waking you up. And when hmm. and sometimes when they start eliminating some of the toxins, they find that they can sleep through the night. Interesting. That's very interesting. I've heard that before, that the liver really goes into optimum between the hours of 12 and 3. And um, they say that that's why it's so important that we make sure that we are um, eating, um, that, that we're getting a good rest and being able to sleep, especially during that time, which is another thing that's interesting when it comes to sleep deprivation. People who stay up all night or who don't get enough rest, 
those are the very people uh, that have a lot of pro other problems or start having problems with their immune system, uh, start having other problems, maybe even with their gut health, because they're not giving their bodies enough opportunity to rest. Now, I see where Connie has just dropped. Uh, hopefully, she will call back in. Uh, this happens sometimes uh, on live radio. I will hope, Connie, I don't know if you're listening on the other line or not, but please call back in. But in the meantime, oh, there she is. She's back in. Uh, let's see here. I am so sorry. I don't know what happened with that. I, that. That's okay. No problem. I just said, oh, you just dropped it. I saw that. But what I was saying was how uh, sleep deprivation can really enter into major health problems later on. People don't realize that when they don't give their bodies enough time to rest, the organs don't have time to regenerate and do their work. That's why in hospitals, some of the most difficult shifts are the night shifts because that's when the... Um, Patients have a tendency to feel a lot of pain because their bodies are working on healing. And whether you're in a hospital or not, you definitely need to make sure that you're getting enough rest so that your bodies can regroup and heal and the organs can regenerate. Because if they don't, over time, your systems begin to break down. Now, Connie, um, my other question was telling us a, a little bit about what it is that we can eat to get our guts, guts to get healthier. Okay, so other things that we can do is, uh, like I said, like I was saying, you know, eliminate mm -hmm. toxins. Mm -hmm. Other toxins would be, of course, the things you put in your skin. You know, so much is absorbed through our skin. People don't realize that. Mm -hmm. And and then, you know, supporting our, 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 our bodies with more alkaline types of foods. And these would be more of the vegetables and the um, some of the fruits that are very antioxidant, like the like the berries, mm -hmm. and then um, doing something that I really recommend all my clients is to wake up in the morning and do a hot, uh, warm water with lemon juice and ginger. Mm. And just mm -hmm. sip that in the morning, and that is so good. It just really helps with the digestion and with detoxing. So that's a really that's good thing to add. That's interesting. I do that every morning. Every morning before I, my feet even touch the ground, I have 8 to 16 ounces of uh, lemon water. Now, I put ginger in my smoothies, but I've never done lemon water with my ginger, so I will try that. I just got through reading today about how that's such a great detoxer. Yes, you could put like a, you know, slices of it and uh, on warm water and the, let it sit for a few minutes so that the, the ginger actually starts to, 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 to give out its goodness into the water and then sip it slowly. And um, cinnamon, cinnamon is another great, great thing to help with the blood sugar levels, which again, sugar is a big problem for inflammation. So we definitely want to, to lower our sugar intake. And, um, and um, just, you know, concentrate on eating real wholesome, Foods. Yes, yes. And that, it's, it's, that's so important. I'm glad you said that because so many people get so frustrated because they hear about don't eat this, don't eat that. I mean, it's, it's just all kinds of different uh, opinions about what you should and should not eat. But I have always found that all things in moderation. There's some things, of course, you really shouldn't eat at all. You really need to find a way to cut out most of your dairy and all of your sugar if you can. But I like the fact that you said that, you know, you want to limit your animal protein, you're not saying that you have to stop the animal protein for those of my listeners out there who might be meat lovers, but you want to limit it. And you mentioned that there were other sources of protein 
that are wonderful that people uh, uh, can use. I, I know I always add, um, what is it I add to my smoothies? It starts with a C, Connie. It's escaping me right now. That I add to my green smoothies, which has the pro a chia seed that has the protein in it uh, to help compensate. Because I'm not a big meat eater at all. I might eat meat, maybe chicken or fish or um, chicken or turkey. And salmon is what I eat uh, when I do eat flesh. Uh, but not very much of it. Because as I get older, I'm just much more aware of what it is I'm putting into my body. Now, for people who want to make some changes in their diets, could you give me some recommendations of things they can do that will help get their gut healthier? Oh, definitely. Um, I definitely recommend um, the lemon water that I said in the morning, first thing in the morning. And then as far as breakfast, uh, I really am a big fan of smoothies, green smoothies. Um, they are, you can make them in so many different ways. You can add so many different things to them and make them so healthy. Each smoothie should include a healthy fat, uh, protein, a healthy protein, and a, um, which healthy means clean protein. And I usually want people to put the plant-based proteins in there, which could be in powder mm -hmm. form or, you know, just adding by adding a variety of leafy greens, you're going to get a, quite a bit of protein there. Plus then the healthy fats from the nuts or the seeds that also have more protein and the healthy fats. And then a little bit of fruit. Um, I tend to go more for the berries because the berries are the lower sugar fruits of all out there, and they have very powerful antioxidants, so that's a good choice. But if you want a little sweetness and you want to put a half a banana or a little mango every now and then, that's fine too. And, um, and then your liquids. Your liquids can be coconut water or coconut milk or almond milk, you know, quite a variety of choices. So smoothies mm -hmm. are a great way to start the day. And then, you know, eat greens. Just what I recommend people is when they're making a plate, they're sitting down to have a meal, make sure mm -hmm. that plate has a lot of color, a lot of vegetables. Mm -hmm. And then you have your smaller portion of protein. I mean, when we're talking about protein and it's animal protein, we're talking about four to six ounces. That's it. And that's not much. And then um, the healthy fats, which could be the coconut oil that you're using to saute the vegetables, or it could be some, you know, al al sliced almonds or seeds that you're adding to your salads, or even olive oil that you're using for the salad dressing. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. just really concentrate on healthy fats. You need them. People are afraid of eating fats, thinking they're going to make mm -hmm. them fat, and it's the opposite. They need mm. healthy fats to, for, I mean, there's many vitamins and minerals out there that are fat-soluble. That means they need fats so that you can absorb them. Right. Exactly. So, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I know someone who has dedicated her life to not eating anything with fat. And now that she's uh, in her 70s, she, first of all, she looks very frail because she's thin, but she looks very frail. But she's beginning to experience some um health problems. She's um, having some problems with her eyesight, uh, her bones are brittle, and her um, doctor told her that part of the problem was is her years and years of not having any intake in fat. So, you know, people, 
before you put yourselves on these weird diets and things like that, find out, educate yourselves, find out what's really what it's really doing to your body because no fat at all is dangerous. And just as uh, Connie just said, you need to have that fat because many um, vitamins and minerals are fat soluble. They need the fat so that your bodies can absorb the vitamins and minerals that you're eating. So thank you, Connie, for reminding us of that because that's so important. Yes, it is. Definitely, yes. And, you know, just, just get a lot of variety of foods and wholesome foods that are real. They don't come in a package. Stay away from packages. Learn to read what's in those packages. And if you pick up a package and there's more than four ingredients, five ingredients, put it back. If it has <laughs> words in there that you can't even pronounce, put it back. And move on to things <laughs> that are good. I mean, we're not supposed to put chemicals in our body, you know? It shouldn't sound like a lab yeah. experiment. And, um, and that's really the main focus. But I have to, you know, throw this out there because I also focus on this a lot with my clients, and that is food sensitivities are real. People have sensitivities particularly to gluten, dairy, and, and sugar, of course. But there's also other foods that cause problems. Um, people with arthritis have to take care of not consuming nightshades because they might be sensitive to nightshades and that's why they have so much pain. Sometimes eliminating mm -hmm. those from their, their mix helps them. Um, then there's people who are reactive to corn or soy. Um, these two are highly um, genetically modified, so that could be mm -hmm. a reason. Mm -hmm. Eggs are a problem for some people too. And sometimes okay. it's not the egg, it's not eggs in general, but the type of egg, you know, mm. because when it comes to animals, we have to think that we're not just eating the animal, we're eating what the animal ate and what they pumped into the animal, which is hormones, antibiotics, mm. and so forth. So, so basically, it's just keeping it whole, keeping it real. That's my biggest advice. And again, you know, the portion, the, the, the plate should look, should look colorful with a lot of uh, vegetables. And when you have fruits, combinations are important too. When you mm -hmm. eat fruits, it's, um, it's advisable to actually have maybe a handful of nuts with it for the fats because the fats and mm. the protein in the nuts help uh, for your body to deal with the sugar from the fruit. Of course, the fiber in the fruit also helps, but that further helps so that, so that you keep your blood uh, sugar stable. And that's really important. When your blood sugar is up and down, up and down all day long, that causes inflammation and actually exhausts your body and you. <laughs> that's why you end up like yes. at 5 o'clock. Yes, and, and that's, <laughs> exactly. And that's where that whole correlation comes from, from gut health and, and your brain function. Because sometimes people, what does my gut health have to do with my brain? But it's 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 amazing uh, because when you're going doing that yo-yo as a result of not eating things that are healthy for your gut, that yo-yo of you know um, low blood sugar, high blood sugar, all of that, that brain fog that happens, um, many times it has to do with how healthy your actual gut is based upon what it is that you're eating. It's all intercorrelated. It all is. There's nothing. There's no standalone when it comes to the body function. It's all intercorrelated. And I wanted to tell everybody that's listening, uh, Connie has a fantastic um, 
download that she's offering, uh, Five Foods That Will Help You to Lose Weight Naturally. I've looked at it and it is really great information. If you click on the link on our show page, you will see that um, and, and it will, you'll be able to download this really great, only about 16 pages, but it's really full of information. I learned something yesterday and that had to do with coconut oil. I just eat coconut oil raw. You know, I just take, a take two tablespoons or a tablespoon and just eat it. Sometimes I add it to my smoothies. But you mentioned cooking with coconut oil, and I hadn't really done that because I wasn't sure if it's like um, olive oil. You know, when you use olive oil and put heat to it, it turns into a trans fat. But you encourage people to maybe saute their vegetables in, in, co in coconut oil. Yes, I do. I mean, coconut oil is actually, like like I write on that document you're talking about, It has mm -hmm. um, it's a very special fat. It's an MCT fat, so it works very differently in our bodies, and it's it's very good for cooking. It's very healthy. It doesn't um, change molecularly in any way, which, as you mm -hmm. mentioned, olive oil does, and then it becomes carcinogen. So mm -hmm. it's not advisable to cook with olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, ever. Mm -hmm. That is mm -hmm. really healthy for you for cold foods, like dressings and right. drizzling over salmon, cooked salmon and stuff. That's delicious, mm -hmm. and it's really good yeah. for you. But yeah. coconut oil is actually really good for for cooking. Actually, medium to high heat is is fine. And you know, some people have a little issue with the taste. I particularly love it, and it's it's healthy. Another um another oil that's coming out that is mm -hmm. I think we're going to hear a lot about is avocado oil. Oh and, yes. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Yes, I have. In fact, I eat I, I eat at least half an avocado a day. Sometimes I add it to my smoothies, I add it to my salads. I eat avocado. If, if I could get away with putting it on my cereal, if I ate cereal, I don't eat it, but I would put it on just about everything. But yes, I was at the health That's store just the other day, and I got some avocado oil. I haven't used it yet. What's the best way to use it? Okay, that's another one that's really good for cooking. And I'm just like you with avocados. I love them, and I put them in everything as well. Yes. <laughs> so they're so good for you. I mean, that's one of the healthiest fats you can ever find, and they're just so delicious, right? No, they are. They really are. And to me, avocados kind of remind me a little bit. They have kind of a nutty taste, but they really will take on the flavor of whatever you put it with. So many people are put off by avocados because they're green and they're kind of gooey looking or feeling or whatever. Because I used to be that way too a few years ago. But when I found out how healthy it was for me and that it was a healthy fat is definitely something that a menopausal female, which is me, uh, should eat. I eat them I eat them quite a bit. And some women are concerned about it uh, being, you know, high in calories. But you know what? This is how I look at it. Yeah, it's a little high in calories, but they're healthy calories. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> Your body does so much with that avocado. So I encourage all of you who love avocados but don't eat it because you think it's going to make you fat, think again. It's going to make you healthy. Uh, your body will adjust to the levels that you're supposed to uh, be. If you're eating healthy, your body will adjust to the correct rate. And that's why, please get the free download that's on our um, show page there. Uh, it's called Five Foods That Will Help You Lose Weight Naturally. And Connie, for those people who are listening uh, on their iPhones right now, uh, what is your website? Because they can go to your website also and um, get that download. Oh, perfect. Yes. Um, I would definitely encourage them to stop by and take a look. It's www.conniecostellohealth.com. 
Okay, www.ConnieCostello, and that's C-O-S-T-E-L-L-O health.com. And we just have a couple more minutes, but I wanted some words of wisdom. As we head out, uh, we're getting ready to get into the middle of the summer, uh, and pretty soon it's going to be fall. But what kinds of things do we need to be thinking about in terms of staying healthy when it comes to our gut and the foods that we might have a tendency to eat during the summer? Well, hydrate. Drink plenty of water. That's so important. It helps. Uh, it helps again with the elimination of toxins because you go. You know, you actually the 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 urinary tract is going to help uh, get rid of all that stuff. So drink up, and people should drink about half their body weight in ounces. Okay. So, yeah. That's. Hello. That's a very good thing to know. Yeah, that was that was just us letting, letting them uh, letting us know that we're running out of time. Uh, okay. Connie, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on the wellness journey. So much fantastic information. And everyone, please go get the free download that's on the show page, or go to www.conniecostello.com. Thanks so much, Connie, for being on the wellness journey live today. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. Oh, you're quite welcome. Uh, brand new shows every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this time we had a special show. Make sure you listen to the archives also. Lots of good information for your mind, body, spirit, wellness. This is Lennis from PraiseWorks, and you've been on the wellness journey. We'll see you again next time. Thank you for joining us on the Wellness Journey Live with Lennis Woods-Mullins. We hope you have enjoyed our show and look forward to the opportunity to share with you more information that will help you along your journey to total wellness for the mind, body, and spirit.